Welcome to Dungeons and Dumbasses. I'm Tyler Beardsley, and I'm here as usual with Artun Nazareth, Christina Moore, Dorian Keys, Emma Wold. Ooh, the whole gang's here. Could um, you actually hear Artun underneath his <laughs> gas mask or whatever that is? All right. So. Is it Artun or is it actually is it Bane? Yeah. <laughs> I only wish it was Bane. <laughs> I don't think anyone will even hear that on the recording. Yeah, no. <laughs> They'll hear it on the recording when I shout! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put subtitles on somehow. <laughs> subtitles for a podcast? We could break ground there. I don't know if anybody's yeah. ever done Do wait, subtitles? subtitles on a podcast before. There's this thing that was so cool for one of Barack Obama's State of the Unions where you could listen to him give the speech <coughs> and it would highlight the texts the text next to it in order and it would pause the speech and give breakdowns of stats and statistics it was really cool i think it was the new york times that did like a live feed yeah it did like a live feed of it with cuz they got the speech beforehand right they distributed live it. so transcript yeah they get the transcript beforehand so you get this full really dope so what you're saying is for our next episode we're going to have a video full breakdown Stats yeah. and statistics. Uh-huh. Real, and Obama. Uh, and Obama. Yeah. And Obama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Released by the New York Times. Make sure not to miss next week's Obama, <laughs> Obama episode. Um, he's ending his vacation early to come chill. Well, I don't know if he's ending his vacation if he's coming to play d Oh, you know true. Yeah, he's showing up to work. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But I, I, I don't know I don't know wherever you guys are listening from, but at least around here there is a, a bit of a plague that is uh, going around, yeah. and so the masks the masks are uh, are everywhere. Yeah, for our flu ridden friends. Wait a minute. Also, have we ever said where quote unquote here is in the podcast? I don't think so. No. Ireland. Ireland. Oh, I, I, we're recording from Ireland right now. Yes. The Nerd Squad. You guys, uh, you guys didn't know it, but we actually we left Tufts. And then we went to L.A., but then left L.A. Yeah. And are now in Ireland. We returned to my homeland. <laughs> oh, God, that's oh, right. Did, we, did, did he ever do his crappy Irish accent to start the podcast? No, but I... I, I think feeling. now's the it's, time to do it. No, it's, no, it's coming. It's coming. In-game. In-game? Yeah. Don't let oh, it come in-game. You want game. Well, no, no. no. to you no. and to us. Brought to oh. you by Tyler Beard. Oh, it's, it's coming back. Don't you, oh. worry. Don't you worry. We'll, we'll hit there about the end of the episode. You'll find, you'll find out. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um... But let's, uh, so let's just do a quick recap of where we left off. Um, the party had journeyed down into uh, a, a dungeon that they discovered in the sands um, that uh, they were led to by Carcass. Um, and then Carcass quickly abandoned them. Uh, and uh, the last episode, they explored a little bit into these different rooms, fought some skeletons, mm -hmm. uh, and found a kitchen with some rats, uh, which is, I believe, where we left off. We left off, yeah. Um, so, uh, the final moments were Cora, the halfling, what had, uh, transformed into, shapeshifted, I should say, into a rat, uh, and scurried through the tunnels, um, and came back bearing a, a small item. It was a, a 
a small ring, a silver ring that she found uh, in with in with some some rat droppings. Mm. And who, who, who did you give it to? Some, somebody took uh, it from you. Dinkle? Dinkle had it for a, for a short like spell. But she yeah. just kind of like, she's still a rat, right? So she carries it back in her mouth and just kind of like nudges it towards someone. Yeah. Um, well, this is when we had Melody's inspiration. She explained that the ring had been found. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then Cora went back in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cora went back into the tunnels, scurried about, um, kind of found nothing, <laughs> uh, except... Uh, so Cora's process was going to be, okay, pick a direction, keep going that direction, and then when you decide to, so go right forever, keep going right every time there's a turn, and then eventually she turned back and went left the most recent time, and then kind of backtracked like that. To and our, uh, to our Comsci fans out here, this is what's called a depth first search. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So she did a DFS on the tunnel binary tree. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> it stuck to a strict binary. There were never wow. tertiary turns. Oh my so, god! <laughs> so, Although, and, and, even and now we went we went from our five listeners to zero listeners. <laughs> no, no, there's still no, one. There's still one. Also, if you're looking at the Venn diagram of D and D players to comp side <laughs> students, I think there's a fair amount of overlap there. That's true. It could be pretty. But you high. could you could you could still do. The same thing with like say there if there had mm. been three branches say like okay yeah. you go you go right and then you say you okay s- backtrack one mm. and go down the next like, oh yeah leftmost yeah. you could still and then you do, could do that first. come back and go down the next <laughs> leftmost there would just be more than two anyway yeah. so Cora decides to go to right first at the first intersection and it is not until she goes left. She backtracks all the way back to the beginning, goes left, and continues to go left. Keep in mind, she's gone left from the beginning and then gone right a bunch of times. I'm already lost. <laughs> it is not until the, like, four left option that she finds anything. And even then, I think it was just a big room with nothing in it. Yeah. She found a big, empty room. <laughs> and in fact, I, I believe, had to turn around, and the only thing that stopped her from exploring some more was right. she ran out of time in mm-hmm. rat form. Mm. You can only hold it for... An hour. Yeah, an, yeah. Hour, an hour. At a, right a level three, three at a level three druid, Wild Shape only lasts about <coughs> an hour, and I had been in these tunnels because of my right first search yeah. for about 45 minutes. And that's only, that's only true for Circle of... Circle of the land. Yeah, um, circle but, of the land. If but you go it, circle of the moon, you get more time. Well, shape, shape, and really you know? what it is is that a circle of the land, just normal druid circle of the land, you get and the hours are equal to half your character level. So mm-hmm. so if she's level four, then she would get two hours in shapeshifted form. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you specialize into a circle of the moon, mm-hmm. um, I believe you go to almost unlimited. Or it, it boosts... Like it's, I think it's eight for some or, yeah, reason. Yeah, or it just yeah. goes to eight. Yeah, or for some reason, I think it's eight it's hours. It's like a... Yeah, it's a so big, cool. a big jump. Okay, but after Cora's uh, exploration through all those rat tunnels, uh, she jumped back uh, out into the kitchen, uh, and the party decided to head out again. Yeah. Um, Thea walked out. Thea saw the vision. Everyone saw the vision. Yeah, yeah everyone saw. Oh the yeah, vision. yeah. We all caught up and got that vision again. We <laughs> saw the humans getting beat down by the tiefling weirdos, and then we the... were like, okay, we've addressed this. And we kept going. Yeah, we didn't actually see the... Uh, it was the one that... Who was it? Dinkle, Dinkle and Cora, and Cora had, had seen in yeah. the previous episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, cool. 
Yeah, and so we're we all following Thea. Went to go walk through the other tunnel system. We were walking around and we were we could tell right away that the land was inclining up. So we decided to go left because Cora had experienced that left <laughs> had been a little better. Yeah. <laughs> and we enter. Um, and at this, oh, we had some very uh, farcical, like, Anytime it would be an incline, we would reverse the order of the line. So oh. Theo was first, because nobody wanted to be in front to the bad guy. So Theo was first, and then Dingle said, I think this is the wrong way. And I said, great, you go. And then we were at a T, and Melody was like, should we go back? And we were like, yep, Melody, we should. And then so Melody <laughs> first. And wait, so re- and really played the banana. This is a classic D&D dungeon situation where the DM decides to give you a one square width hallway. <laughs> so everyone is just in this like conga line of <laughs> inability to fight, move around effectively. Um, so it forces it's five you five feet wide. It's a normal hallway that you would walk yeah, down. It just, it forces you it is true. Um, but it forces you to fight essentially you walk into a room and whoever's first is He's just the first. only one <laughs> who's taken as many attacks as are raiding on the other side. But Unless also- you're really teeny. Like, Korra, because mm, she's true. very small and because she's a halfling and halflings are, are really nimble, yeah. she can kind of wiggle around. She could she could be first all the time if she wanted to. Yeah, you can just run right through yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Speaking of running, we go <laughs> into the cavern. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think I think Dinkle and Cora ran in. Oh, what, yeah. You got in. Dinkle went in first. Well, I I went in first, but I didn't run in. I went yeah, in, no. and I stepped in, and I said hello. Yeah. <laughs> to oh which I yeah. Was. Echo, shouting hello with a with a into blazing torch into a yeah. a large cavern with stalactites and stalagmites. Which for you listeners out there, mm. we had a quiz in game to see if people knew the difference. Yeah. What was the uh, so there's your, stalactites your, your tights and stalagmites. And does that remember it's a So that's that's how Dorian remembers them. Mm-hmm. And we now offer it up to you to remember as well using we got, these. We got tripped or at least I got tripped up for a minute because I thought it was also stalactites and I was like, yeah. G for grant weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, another chance to write in how you remember stalactites. Yeah, how do oh, you remember stalactites? <laughs> please <laughs> please please write in. Email us, text us, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Carrier, uh, carrier pigeon, send a dragon. Ooh, wait, and what's it called when the stalactite meets the stalagmite? That's where the tips touch. Oh. oh <laughs> or you see, whatever your messenger method was, where you tattoo it on someone's head and then you wait oh, for it to yeah. grow. And shape. I think it's just yeah. called a column. I think they just it's form just called a column. They just call yeah. them a column. Yeah, there's something better. Sorry. Something better? No, something... I had a bad joke. I think she was going to make a penis joke. It wasn't. It was a penis joke. It was. It's written up. Christina has her make a penis joke face on. No, you know no. that classic look she gives before she drops one of the... Okay. <laughs> Into the cavern we go. But so, uh, Dinkle goes in and I, I make him roll a perception check. And Dinkle... Not good! Dinkle uh, failed his perception check. Um, so, just shouted hello and stared... Blankly into the open cavern. Um, so when nothing immediately jumped out at him, the young, the young halfling Cora decided that it was an exciting new space to explore, and so she also darted in uh, in a slightly different direction from Dinkle. But also further in. I took like oh, yeah. two, I took about well, five, five feet in. 
I, it's it was simultaneous. I mean, Dinko yeah. may have acted first right, as a player, but in the world of the game, it's they step in and Cora darts out, going "Whoa, cavern!" <laughs> and and a creepy ghoul jumps out at her from behind one of these stalagmites. Um, and a ghoul, to describe it to you, uh, essentially think of like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. It's a human-like figure with this pale skin that sticks to their bones <coughs> and muscles, has long fingers um, that are sharp, has really nasty pointed teeth, kind of black hollow eyes, um, and with like no hair and basically just like a tiny loincloth, and it's really hunched over. And one of these jumped out at Korra and slashed her uh, significantly as she entered the room. But unfortunately for the party, it wasn't just the one ghoul. There ended up being four of them. Uh, and they all jumped out from different hiding places, which triggered a roll for initiative, our mm -hmm. favorite, uh, yeah, our, favorite our favorite expression. And uh, I think Cora actually got ganged up on and another one, another ghoul yeah. also came upon her uh, mm. fairly quickly. And on a second strike... Did I, I... I did get a chance, I think, to attack, but I don't think it... I don't think you did. I think I, I, I think she bopped out her quarterstaff. I, I think I you? just tried to... I may have tried to whack it with the wood. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's right, you did. Yeah. She swung because, the... She did an improvised attack with the totem. Remember, Korra, this halfling, who's in love with this giant log that's the totem... Is carrying it's a three foot long log and it's she's as big as she is. She's you know like two and a half to three feet tall, and she runs into the cavern cradling this giant log. So of course when she gets attacked, the only real option she has is to try to swing the log. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot you did. So that. she tries, but misses. But I think it it doesn't. The attack does mm -hmm. not land. And so yeah. on the the second ghoul attack, uh, our. Our lovely little halfling uh, goes down, drop, drop down to the ground. I'm not unconscious. Yeah, yeah unconscious. Yeah, 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 unconscious. Unconscious from the blows. That's zero. That's zero. Yeah. 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 Zero, zero or less. Hit points. Zero or less yeah. drops to unconscious. Another very rare case. I've never seen it happen in five e. The only way to die outright without going unconscious, yes. I believe, mm -hmm. is that if you have ten hit points, you have to be knocked in one hit, all the way to the negative of your max hit point. So if you have 10, it would be, you'd have to get knocked in one hit from like three or four or one, whatever you're at, whatever. all the way down to negative 10. Yeah. I have not seen it happen, but it is theoretically possible. Yeah. Especially because you're not, you know, we, we might be taking like 10 to 15 point hits. Like you might take that much damage in one hit, mm -hmm. but you're probably, your max is is way higher than that. Your max is probably like for us, we're like 30s ish. Yeah. Before I had gotten sliced by the skelly bob. Yeah. Um, and so she was already at like half. Yeah. Yeah. She was not at full at the beginning of the fight. Yeah. And this listeners is important. Yes. She was previously wounded. So then the fight broke out. A lot of crazy stuff happened. Dinkle was already in the room. And so, did Dinkle do his feather yeah. thing again? Fuck yeah. Oh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> did, oh. did you just so, try to access my Yeah, so um, I, I think Dinkle tried to do um, one of his attacks yep. and missed. And then was like, I'll use my Tides of Chaos. You know, it seems as though I haven't had to roll on the wild magic table that often. And 
uh, Tyler then started making me roll, and so on my second um, attack that I did, I grew my beard of feathers again. Again. For a the tr- third time. A trademark of Dinkle which, now. mind you, when you roll on the wild magic table, you pretty much have... 50. A two, you it's have a 50, 50 different, different options. options. So there's a 2% chance that you get anything um, mm-hmm. on that table. And I've gotten this feather beard now three times. <laughs> and Which, you haven't even rolled that many I haven't times. even rolled that many yeah. times. Keep in mind, it might not be the last time he'll get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Um, although, while sometimes in-game um, I make a dinkle sneeze, in this version I actually sneezed as a player, and Tyler said, your feathers have dispersed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because is this the time when you sucked them back up? So that's not... We haven't reached no, it yet, but it's oh. about to be. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm... Yes. <laughs> he will get them then a fourth time in a later... But yep. we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so that's what Dinkle was busy doing. Melody, seeing Cora drop to the ground, went... Went... She went... So again, Melody is in every fight trying <laughs> to hold back her, her rage, right? She's trying to fight against... Um, the potential to be a barbarian so she can stick with her actual class of bard um, and stay the path. So as soon as she sees Cora drop, the rage consumes her and she starts to hashtag slay. And, uh, in classic, in classic mel- m- melodious fashion. Yeah, and, uh, and she, she actually takes a ton of damage. Melody drops down to one hit point in this fight. Uh-huh. Um, Uses her relentless endurance. That lovely half work feature. Yeah, and then um, and then fights, and, and then I think we kind of kill them. Yeah, um, you did. In the middle of the fighting, there was a lot of uh, a lot of killing. After Cora uh, went unconscious, um, the the fighting was going pretty well. The only thing is that once a player goes unconscious, yeah, I was gonna say, you re- explain death saves. You, you remember that you we've, have to. We've explained yeah, death saves yeah, before yeah, because. Yeah, Unfortunately, a, another character has already encountered them. Dingle I, I twice. Too. I oh, know and Thea, yeah. Um, so, Cora uh, made her first death save. Mm, no. no, so... No, no, no. You, you rolled your first yes, death save. So, so I, uh, I rolled my first, and you remember, perhaps, that you get three. Or you, like, you, you keep rolling every time it's your turn, and if you fail three, you're dead. If you make three... You're you are just unconscious at zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. each one's a fifty-fifty chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's more fifty-five. That's, that's true. It is fifty-five. 40. Yeah, if yeah. you roll ten or higher, yeah. you yes. make it. Yes, yeah, so you have um, over fifty percent chance. So I uh, I fail the first one with <coughs> like a five yeah, or something. Or something. Um, something low. I fail the first one. Usually, not a huge deal. It seems like these ghouls are gonna be you know gonna be done. Uh, Everybody fairly, fairly uh-huh. soon. Uh, Cora is the side. healer of the party, but other people have shown... Thea showed some really awesome... Thea's, Thea's good coverage over Cora right now. Yeah, yeah. Blast in this yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so people are, people are nervous that she's down, but no one's, no one's terrified yet because there's still other ghouls up and people need to fight, mm-hmm. fight those out. They think yeah. Cora can last a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah, so, so it's Cora's turn again, uh, and I, I prepare to roll my second death save, thinking, you know, the stakes are low. It's only number two. Um... And have you explained the special ruling? Yes. Oh, yeah, we have because our tune has uh, yes. already rolled yes. in that one death save. So, uh, the word already uh, yeah. should clue you in. Um, if you roll a 20 on a death save, you burst alive with one hit point. However, 
If you roll a 1, it counts as two failures. Or, if you've already failed, you die. So, I toss out my, my, my d20, and I natone. And Cora dies. And to let you know how much we did not see it coming, the roll happens. I'm looking at my page being like, what spell am I going to do next? <laughs> yeah. Emma charges out of the room with a gasp, and Tyler, Dorian, and Artoon all pull their t-shirts fully over their heads. <laughs> I didn't see that. In yeah. horror and turtle-like shame. Not even on purpose. No, I didn't know the other they two They all were just did it. They all just couldn't face the day. Yeah, we and all I turtled into and our shirts. <laughs> And I was like, what I missed, yeah. guys? It totally never, took everyone by surprise. Never again will I laugh at a film when someone drops to their knees and goes, No! Because I shrieked, No! And yeah. I ran yeah. down the hallway. And I think it just like put my forehead in a corner. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of huddled down there. Yeah. I've seen... It, it hurts. It hurts so much. It's I've not seen... the first character. I've lost another character to that same thing. And that one on a second yeah. death save. I, yeah. I, I, I like, I've seen some character deaths before. And everyone reacts differently. It's one of those things where you never know how you're going to handle your character death until it happens. Yeah. And it's different for each character. And yeah, each one's different. Everybody's different. You know, yeah. you feel different connections with different characters sometimes. Yeah. And... But so, so we do... Um, well, so now, so Dinkle rolls um, Tides of Chaos again, and a shower of butterflies and petals erupts <laughs> Erupt. over oh, the true. corpses of, there's like one last skelly bob that we've all taken a whack at, which Thea, mm. Thea just, okay, this was so lame. Melody and Dinkle have been slaughtering this mm. ghoul, and Thea strolls up at the last second for the kill hit and stabs her dagger in the head. Like, oh, I'm that, sorry, that were cool. you working on this? <laughs> no, that was Thea, that was Thea getting reven- revenge for Cora's, yeah. for Cora's oh, death. It was, it was it actually, oh my totally gosh, fit. we forgot. Sorry, the only cool thing I did in battle was I rolled in a 20 on an Eldritch Blast and the Eagle of Baca flew oh, out and yes. smashed into a wall. That yeah. was very cool. If you guys sorry. have forgotten, Baca takes the Baca shape of a... Baka Prince of Hearts takes the shape of a sexy eagle. A really sexy eagle. eagle. A beautiful mm. eagle. And he flew out of this Eldritch Blast and knocked it, knocked the ghoul back double the distance into this uh-huh. into a stalagmite. And, uh, and that was dope. Yeah. So, so, so we're now yeah, com- com- combat ends. We go into mourning. Melody essentially collapses onto the ground. And curls up into a ball and starts sleeping. Everybody's tired, start wounded. Yeah, yeah. Melody starts sleeping. Melody has... I went ripped a bit. Oh, you, yeah. You begin, and then yeah, Thea begins meditating. We've pulled Cora's body to the side. Uh, Thea and Dingle have a brief chat where Dingle's like, Should we leave the cave? And then uh, Thea was like, Let's just rest. Thea was like, We can't drag Melody. <laughs> yeah, and Melody's Cora way too wood. big. Thea yeah. wasn't just like, This seems like a cool place to hang out. Thea um, was like, Logic. So our tune has to, or Dinkle has to stay up. And, Dinkle uh, offers first watch. Yeah, Dinkle, yeah, Dinkle sure. takes first yeah. watch. D- Dinkle has to stay up. And I believe and Dinkle <coughs> had to make another perception check. I had to make three perceptions. Yeah, and yeah. how did those go for Dinkle? The first one, 18. The second one, like a 16. The third one, that one. Yep. And, 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 on that, that one, and, and on that one, which is why he got snuck up on that one. A much larger version of these ghouls, st- standing seven feet tall, 
um, clearly uh, distorted and uh, morphed in some way. Uh, and with like a crazy Komodo dragon Yeah, with tongue. a really like two foot long pointy tongue, uh, was able to sneak up on Dinkle and attacked in the middle of their rest and triggered another fight. But luckily, uh, Dinkle wasn't looking too well. Uh, Thea got up uh, and was able to sort of get in the fight, but things were not going so hot. But eventually, Melody, <laughs> at, at one hit point, practically dead, wakes up from sleep. And you want to describe what happened there? Um, what did I say? I, I, I rolled. You propped did yourself I... up on, on like your elbow, and, you were, and then you, were, you rolled to see on a 16 through 20... You decided that you were gonna get up well, and and try to fight. Yeah, because mm. you were like, "Can I just like be asleep?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you couldn't hear the air quotes, and <laughs> and Tyler was like, "No, you're fine." And yeah. Melody was like, "I really feel unwell," and the DM was like, "Get up." Okay. <laughs> and then and then Dorian rolled to see. Yeah. yeah. And then that yeah. Was so it was it was it was a fifteen twenty and and and. Was it a twenty? It was a twenty. It was a twenty. Oh. So Melody rolls a twenty, gets up and decides to hack to this thing to pieces. Shred, yeah, shred this monster up. Any classic melodious fashion, that is what <laughs> she, she does. does. Um, which moves us on to, we decide to spend the night in a different room, or do we finish the night? We here? finish the night. You, finish the you night guys here. are like, oh, we killed it. We now we can rest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've killed the queen. And we're like, cool. Yeah, so we rest. <laughs> Essentially, the next we wake up the next day. They like threw up a little. She had a stomachache. Yeah. Who knows if that's important? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's that's so yeah. Thea was ill. I might be poisoned. Thea was ill for a little while. To maybe be related to Dinkle's wild magic to a different yeah. wild yeah. magic. Yeah, it did seem like Dinkle. Cause, cause he, yeah, I don't think Christina, the character, knows this. I didn't. Our two rolled on the wild magic table. Nothing happened. Tyler just said okay because we've started this thing where Tyler reads it and no one knows what happens unless it happens immediately. I thought that yeah. was the fireball time. Oh, were there two? Yeah, he got okay. two. And then, no, one of them was Christina Gibson. And then suddenly, two. mysteriously... I my Bacob's warning on the bottle. <laughs> uh, but that sounds more right. I no, yeah, crazy. I think what it, it's very similar to uh, to real life, where Artoon <laughs> got the flu and then is passing and it to you. Christina throws up. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Dinkle did that. But So then we wake up the next day, and we go explore... And essentially, all these rooms oh. are just old, decaying corpses. It smells awful. Yeah. I was just going to shout about how uh, Thea... We wake up the next day safely because Thea had to scream at Melody and Dinkle to rest. Because Thea is at full hit points and has never... I don't think she's ever lost a single hit point. So, <laughs> Thea was like, lay down, you stupid, bloody idiots. Yeah. Oh, wait, we full-on missed my healing moment. Didn't we? Which one? Isn't this? Weren't you? No. No, was that later? No, that already happened. Oh, cool. Was, yeah, yeah, that was that was against Melody. That was against Melody against the rats when you fought the rats and the rats like. No, no, we're 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 the rats. Rats. Melody's. This no, was this was this time. Yeah, it was oh, this time. Right. This was yes. this was you're Melody's right. at like two hit points. You're right. It's specifically two hit points. Yes. And Melody has failed like a constitution oh, save I think true. and has black ooze coming out right. of her leg yeah. oh, from, so this, from sorry this is earlier on from the lizard thing it was a long night and um <laughs> and Thea so this is probably the best role playing I've done so far because I got really nervous um <laughs> and I stood up you're always better when you're nervous I'm yeah. better when I'm nervous and I'm better when I stand and I <laughs> Thea's a glass blower so she has some perfect <laughs> instruments for placing in hot fire which she took out a rod 
uh, heated it up until it was flaming, and then went and <laughs> cauterized yeah. the wound, the oozing black wound, on Melody. Melody takes a hit point and yeah. is now down to, to one. one. That's how she That's gets why. to one. There and we go. And it was go. very scary. It was scary. But then, but then. But it was worth it. It was worth it, and the the poison kind of ebbed away and scabbed over as a as a, a healthy wound. Yeah, yeah a healthier wound. wound. You know that that did help. But so the party back to where we were, yes. exploring through random tunnels, finding gross, awful nests that smelled horrible, so much so that the party didn't really want to explore anything. I'm yeah. so sorry that I keep interrupting, but while we were napping, Thea had a dream that was like horrible skeleton hands out of the floor, oh, um, grabbing at her and mm. leading to imminent death. Thea wakes up from her nightmare screaming. Tells Melody and Dinkle, I had a horrible nightmare about a room where there's skeleton hands all over the floor, oh, and like I died. Room. We go walk through the tunnels. We encounter a horrible room with skeleton hands on the floor that reeks of death and seems like imminent destruction. And Me and Melody is like, I'll go in. And I say, Dorian, <laughs> hold on. Do you remember that Thea just had a perhaps prophetic dream of danger? And Dorian said, no, I did not remember that you said that just now, so Melody definitely did <laughs> <laughs> If I forgot, there's no way Melody would remember it. But nothing happened. Nothing happened. You guys walked through that room. This is gross. Yeah. Uh, and then Dinkle and Melody now have crossed the room. There's and they, just, they decide to scout ahead, right? Yeah, we scout, we scout ahead. ahead. Well, scout, scout. We hear kind of this noise, like... Yeah, and we go. What's that? And it was actually to be quite clear. It was more Dinkle was like, "What's that?" And <laughs> as he starts to go, Melody follows. Well, no. no, Melody. Dorian looks at me, and then he goes, "Dinkle," <laughs> and he goes, "Okay, if Melody, if 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 I roll right now, and Melody rolls a fifteen or higher, she'll follow you." But she's not that dumb. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if you remember. It was a five or higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it was a five or higher, I was going to do the smart thing. Because I was like, Melody's oh, yeah. not dumb. Yeah. Yeah. She just gets excited. Yeah. So I was like, five or higher, I'm going back, grabbing Christina, and we're <laughs> not chasing after this clearly bad guy noise into this dark room alone. And I roll in that one. So not only do I decide to follow him happily... But I also say, let's not like like let's not interrupt Thea. We'll leave her behind. Let's charge right ahead. And you go screaming. And I go screaming down the hallway with bad last Because I'm currently holding Cora's corpse, which poor sweet Emma, when she died, she said, "Here are the things that are on my body." And he said, "No, no, 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 no. It is way too soon to ransack your corpse." And then Melody said, "Let's burn her in the orc burial." Yeah. And we said. Little, this is the second time Thea has kind of interrupted <laughs> Melody's desire to treat them. Melody in, is a little. Effects. Melody is a little quick to light people on fire. <laughs> yeah. it's like they they die. Their body is still warm, and you're <laughs> like, let's not even mourn them. Light them on fire. It was the next morning. I wanted to give them the proper orc burial. The orc burn their dead. Thea carries the dead around for days. <laughs> yeah, until the corpse. But so, while Thea is is caring for Cora's current corpse, uh, Dinkle and uh, Dinkle and Melody run screaming down the hallway. 
uh, and come upon a large troll-like figure, 12 or 13 feet tall, uh, eating something. A goat? I uh, think it was. No, it was a rat. Yeah, it was a rat. It was a rat. Eating a, eating a, a large dead rat, uh, and they start to attack this thing immediately from behind. Yeah, um, Dinkle pulls a co- cool move here, which I think pretty much saved, saved your life. Saved our lives. This, was, this yeah. was a fight that Dinkle and Melody should not have won. Yeah. <laughs> but we did! Um, uh, Dinkle cast Mirror Image, and so, and what's better than one dwarf gnome? Four dwarf gnomes. Um, and so there were now four Dinkles. Um, and he, all of them at this point holding the totem, he put it down and they all kind of merged to one. And the troll, out of luck, missed Dinkle the first time and hit his image, missed Dinkle a second time and hit his image, and missed Dinkle a third time and hit his image. So um, completely wasting a lot of the troll's attacks, which are heavy damage attacks. Yeah, but only one per turn, right? No, some was, of them. There was one was turn that he that you, you missed two. Yeah, he swung. Wow. He swung at Dinkle twice, wow. and both times yeah. uh, it hit the image. Melody, but with Melody was rage. taking a lot. Melody with rage, which means half <coughs> damage, was taking like six or seven points. Yeah, so <laughs> it was a it was not scary thing. it was not looking pretty. Uh-huh. But they somehow made it through. Yeah, and with yeah. by the skin of their teeth, uh, took down this uh, took down this troll. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Dinkle incinerated its corpse. One might say, like, the king himself, Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, we took out the troll in the dungeon? <laughs> took out the troll in troll the dungeon! Troll in the dungeon! And Dinkle had screamed for Thea, and Thea, like, did a couple eldritch blasts, but mostly, like, watched from the door. <laughs> meandered around. But the party, uh, after again, uh, fighting to their last breath, uh, was not looking was it's not fine. looking good, and so <laughs> no hit points lost. <laughs> and so decided uh, decided to rest uh, in this cavern in this smaller cavern before continuing on again. D and D tip: uh. take your short rest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is that. Take your short rest. Yeah. Take your short rest and get those hit points back. It's a great feature of fifth edition for those of you that are playing. It's built so that you can dish out a lot more damage and you take a lot more damage. <coughs> But you can also get it back quicker. So you really got to take advantages of those. You got to take advantage of those opportunities to to heal yourself. Before we finish up, I'd like to make a quick prediction um, for next session. There's something in D and D called taunting the DM, um, which Artoon has a long history of. Where he'll say things like, "You know, that last session was so easy. I just feel like I was never in any danger." What? And the next session will inevitably be harder. Um, without realizing it, I think Thea has stumbled no. into this same trap. Yes. No way. And I quote, I haven't taken a point of damage. Here's the thing. Multiple times. Here's the thing. I'm just gonna all, all I'm saying, my prediction is that that will not be true as of next session. Sure, but let me follow up with, if you respect the game, the game respects you. If you charge head first at a troll and say, this isn't that hard, you're gonna get struck by lightning. But if you hang back from a distance and jealously guard your hit points, the respect 
of the DM is about. Tell tell us your tell us your feelings on this topic. Yes, is it better is it better to 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 charge head first screaming at the troll or stay at the door and, and shoot the shoot the eldritch blast from afar? Yeah, Am I taunting I, or respecting? So I also want you to text in saying I think about the prediction whether or not you think Thea will have taken at least one hit <laughs> point of damage by next session. No, um, if you like these uh, questions about would you run toward a troll or hang out back by the door, you can answer many more. questions questions of that type in greater detail by finding the buzz the BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> the BuzzFeed yeah. quiz. Right. We do have I a tried. Buzz... I needed help. <laughs> we, have, we have a BuzzFeed quiz posted on uh, on our Facebook page. Um, Let us know what type of D&D player you are. It's it's really cool. Uh, There's eight possible results. Wow. Christina is behind the creation of it, and it's fantastic. Um, it is fantastic. So also, if you have other questions... Um, We've gotten a couple this week from uh, some awesome listeners. Uh-huh. Um, uh, our friend Michael, back from Tufts, uh-huh. uh, has sent in some really awesome questions, and we're storing these up. Um, very soon, we're going to release a, uh, a mailbag episode mm-hmm. where we just answer thoroughly all <coughs> these cool questions that you guys have asked us. Um, they can be about 5th edition, D&D in general, um, our characters what it's like to play, anything, or just about us as people. We'll answer yeah. anything you've got for us. And we can't get to it until we have, a, you know, a, like more it's questions yeah. to do a full... So, seriously, send them in, all right? Yeah. Big or small. We're excited about all of them. So, um, thank you again. Our, our email is uh, nerdsquadentertainment at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at nerdsquadentertainment. Um, the Dungeons & Dumbasses is a podcast on iTunes, um, please subscribe there and rate us for that hashtag level up. And don't forget to check out the Nerd Squad Entertainment YouTube channel um, and subscribe there for other nerdy and fun content that we've got up. We're in the middle of season two of Monday Morning Strips. It's awesome. Uh, so happy dungeoning and players, roll for initiative. Brrr.